I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. Well, today I am delighted to bring special guest Kim Robinson. She is a wife, a mother, and a grandmother of 10 grandchildren. <laughs> she is the author of three books, with one of them being a children's book. And since 1988, um, the Holy Spirit has been taking Kim to heaven, showing her various fun things that you can do in heaven, allowing her to interact with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Father, and angels. And her book is Heaven is Real and Fun. Kim, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. I, I just want, um, can you hold up the covers sure. of your book and can you just talk to people about your books? Because I have it actually on Kindle. Um, and so I've been reading it um, over the course um, from when we went on sabbatical. It's been what I've been digesting back in August of 2019. And I was digesting it through the end of the year and I'm loving it. And so I'm so delighted Good. to have you on um, here with me in 2020, but just hold up your books and kind of just tell us about them. Okay. Uh, so the first book is heaven is real and fun. And like you said, you can get it on Kindle. You can get it on Amazon, walmart.com, things like that. Um, and I also have converted that into an audio book for people who don't like to read like me, <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, the audio book is, it is, I am reading it. So it is my voice, but the heaven is real and fun. It is stories that since 1988, the Holy spirit started taking me to heaven to see Jesus and to, to experience fun things in heaven. And I didn't have anyone I could tell, you know, I've, who do you tell that you've been, you know, roll, that you've been, you know, flying with Jesus or, you know, snow skiing and there's snow in heaven. There's, you can snow ski in heaven. There's water in heaven. You can go, you can swim under the water and you don't even have to know how to swim, you know? So I would come back from those experiences. And I would just write down in detail things that I had seen, the way it sounded, the way Jesus appeared, the way the angels appeared, the way Father God appeared. And I would write them down in detail. And so that's what the book is. It's uh, some of the stories that I have written down. So it's kind of diary form. Mm -hmm. They're real short. So they're, you know, it's just, it's diary form. So you can just read a little bit at a time and you can experience the exact same things and even, you know, because he wants to show you what is fun for you. Like he took me to roller coasters. I love roller coasters. So I got to ride. And then Cat Kerr talks about the roller coaster. Well, I had it written down before I heard about Cat Kerr. <laughs> so, and she said that she's never got to ride it. Well, I got like what I rode. I got to ride one. And it is huge. It is huge. So that's in the book and, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. So then I, um, I started getting, you know, texts and messages from people that said that they bought the audio book and they had it in their car and they was playing and they, so the grandkids could hear it. And the grandkids were saying things or the kids were saying things like, you know, heaven sounds fun and Jesus sounds nice. And I was like, that is, that is so good you know, for them to first experience. Yeah. 
and get to hear that Jesus is nice because we were raised, you know, that Jesus was mean or I was, you know, that he was strict. <laughs> so I started, I started thinking about, um, change, you know, converting the book so kids could understand it. So I have written a book called Jesus is Real and Fun. And it's also, a, it's also a coloring book. So you oh, had the, nice. you have the pages, you've got color on one side, then you've got the coloring pages on the other side. And it's just some of the fun stories that I thought kids would enjoy. One of the, one of my favorite is cooking, it's cooking with Jesus. And which is one thing I got to do in heaven was cook. You get, you still get to cook. You get to eat. The food in heaven is absolutely incredible. The chocolate. Oh my gosh. is so good. But so the, what I, when I was cooking with Jesus in heaven, we made sugar cookies with chocolate chips. And I thought, well, that's a good idea. We didn't use a recipe, but I do have in the children's book, I have a recipe so the parents can be involved and it just kind of helps, you know, to solidify the fact that you can cook. And so they get to make the recipe, sugar cookies with chocolate chips. And one of the things that I got to do in heaven was ride a rainbow. Ride a rainbow? Ride a rainbow. And it was, I mean, everything in heaven is just very intense. The color is intense. Everything is just not like a little slide. You know, it is a rainbow. It is huge. And um, I rode down this rainbow with Jesus. And when I got to the end, I was, for some reason, I was thinking, I wonder what that tastes like. I don't know why I thought that. But it's funny because when he wants you to experience something in heaven, he gives you the idea. So, you you know, we'll do it. And so I turned around and I put my mouth in the rainbow and I could taste the rainbow. And it tasted like, it tasted like Skittles. It tasted just like little tiny drops of just intense flavor. And I, so I, when I came back, I wrote that down. I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't tell anybody I'm tasting a rainbow with Jesus in heaven. <laughs> You know, that sounds crazy. So I started Googling it, uh, tasting, uh, I don't know what I was, tasting, tasting the rainbow or tasting air, tasting molecules, tasting the, you know, and that commercial came up of Skittles that taste like rainbows or the rainbow commercial of kids eating the Skittles and there's rainbows and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, I must just kind of subconsciously remembered that commercial or something. And, the, and Father God says, no, I gave them that yes. as a commercial because you can taste the rainbow. And, you know, he said that some of the things that we do here on the earth or, you know, a lot of the stuff we do here on the earth, he has given someone the idea right. because you get to do that in heaven, like the amusement parks there's an amusement park in heaven with the, you know, with the roller coasters and things and he gave someone on the earth, the idea. And, um, but anyway, so the rainbow thing I thought was pretty amazing. I well, think that's awesome. And I also came what I really love is, is that you're bringing the supernatural and encounters, uh, with heaven to kids too, in a way that they can interact with them and having stories. I really like that. Um, I haven't right. read your children's book yet, but, um, I like that. I don't have grandchildren yet, but I'm believing that someday very soon I might. Uh, but it is one thing that I am a firm believer that we need to get 
children activated and comfortable with the supernatural. So I right. love that you've done that. Now I know there's a third book. It's a workbook. It's, there's, it's new. So talk to me about that. It one. is. This one um, is the manual. It's um, it's the manual. It's called How to Access Jesus in the Heavenly Realm. Because I kept getting emails and messages and things about, well, how do you do this? You know, how do you step over into the spirit realm? And it was, I've, he, the Holy Spirit taught me how to do this. You know, how to see in the spirit realm, how to hear Jesus is kind of the first place. And then how to see, how to see him, how to trust what you see. And um, so I wrote a manual. I love the manual. There's only like six sessions in there and it walks you through how do you see, how do you get quiet? You know, how do you quiet your mind down? And, you know, one of the, one of the chapters, it's a very thin book. <laughs> one of the chapters is uh, body, soul, and spirit because your soul, the things, the hurts and the wounds that's in your, in your soul, in your heart can block you. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people have, they're struggling with hearing Jesus. Well, once their heart gets healed of some of the hurts and wounds, it's just like, it opens up. It just blossoms. Some, you know, um, if you've had an abusive father, you don't want to see the heavenly father because you're afraid of him. But as your heart gets healed, then your relationship with the heavenly father, just, you know, it opens up your, you know, and, uh, it's so easy. You know, it's really, really easy. You know, the, um, people have to get quiet. Yes. And that's the hard part is because our minds are always going, we're always going a hundred to nothing. And, you know, when we're reading our scriptures or we're worshiping our mind is someplace else, you know, you're thinking about, Oh, I've got to put, the, I need to hurry up and worship because I've got to put the laundry in, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so that's the, the exactly what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It, it is hard, but it's, yeah. You know, but it's, it's very easy. It's very easy. And that's what the workbook does. It just, it work, it walks you through that. And that's only, uh, if you order it through my website, I will autograph that and send it to you. The audio book is only comes through my website. That's not available anywhere else, but the other ones you can get on Amazon or walmart.com, things like that. Yeah. And, and that's huge that you're in Walmart, by the way. I mean, that's like, Every author wants to do that. That's really cool. So I'm excited for you on that one. I didn't know yeah. that. Now, um, I think that the concept of body, soul, spirit is so important. In fact, when I teach on the prophetic, it's one of the um, first pieces that I talk about because we can hear God, but if we're not operating from our spirit, then it's not because um, we have facts that are spoken, you know, that are going on. We're body, right. soul, spirit, right? And so I always say to people, I always do this little funny thing. Okay, so do you want Debbie the body? And then I just, <laughs> this is how tall I am. This is what color my hair is. It comes out of a bottle. I have this. <laughs> you know, or do you want Debbie the soul who would rather be at home reading a good book or sitting on the couch watching the Hallmark movie? Or do you want Debbie the spirit that understands her identity, that understands who she is? She's the daughter of the king. Who do you want ministering to you? And people are right. like, oh yeah, Debbie the spirit. And I'm like, of course you do. And I'm <laughs> That's who I want to be ministering to you too, because um, we can step over into the spirit. What I have really appreciated from reading your book was I wasn't sure what it was going to be. Like, I was like, oh, is this going to be like step by step? I mean, I know there's not a formula for how we begin to activate um, and engage really with the heavenly spiritual realm. 
But what I loved is that it was these short little stories. Mm-hmm. Because it came to me right before I went on sabbatical last year right. with my husband. And so I was able to read it. But what it, it began to um, birth in me just the potential possibility for more. Right. And um, I've had heavenly encounters in dreams. I've had some visions. But the things that you describe that you have experienced, it just took my faith to a whole new level to believe. Good. And I really, really, really appreciated the way that it was written and the different stories in there. (laughs) Um, And I think that the desire of all of our hearts that are really in relationship with Jesus Christ, we want to have that more experience. We want um, heavenly encounters that um, we can access on an ongoing basis. It's not like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Right. And I'm sure you have people say, oh, can you do that? I mean, I mean, I know Paul did it in scripture, (laughs) but I mean, how would you respond to that to maybe some of our viewers and listeners? Um, Can you really do that? Is it really available for me? I mean, I'm just an average person. Yeah, so I was an average person, still an average person. Um, I was Baptist at the time, so I didn't know anything. (laughs) I knew nothing even about the Holy Spirit, except you were baptized, body, soul, you know, and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That was the only time I ever heard the word Holy Spirit. So I knew nothing. And um, it was just, yeah. So it was just during, during worship. I was at home in my utility room, sitting on the floor in front of my wash and dryer. And I had a little cassette going. <laughs> that was when they had cassettes. <laughs> that's how old. That's why I have 10 grandchildren. <laughs> so, but. Um, well, you don't look like you can grandchildren, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> good makeup, good lighting. Though. There you go. That's right. That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do take naps too. That, that helps. But um, it was just, you know, he just started teaching me how to hear his voice. And that's kind of where everybody starts, you know, and, and, this, and uh, the scripture says that Jesus is in you and you are in Jesus and Jesus is in the father. Mm-hmm. And so when you can get really revelation of that, cause he is in you and you are in Jesus and Jesus is in the father. So you're already there. Yes. Would you're you talk about that experience? You talk about that experience <laughs> too in the book. book. You really talk about it. And when <laughs> I was reading that part of, I was like, oh, I'm a, visual, I'm a visual person. And the way that you wrote it in such a way, it painted such a great uh, visual picture of being in him and you and, and him in you and can, can you talk, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So we were, uh, so the Holy Spirit takes me to Jesus and then Jesus, and then and just like you just step over into the spirit realm, you step over into heaven and, uh, Jesus is was standing there and kind of the short version, you got to get the book, <laughs> but kind of, <laughs> you got to get the book, but kind of the short version is Jesus and I were staying in heaven. He had a hold of my hand, but the Holy Spirit had a hold of my other hand and the father comes up and he has a hold. He gets a hold of Jesus's hand. He gets a hold of the Holy spirit's hand. And so see the father, he is, he does, you can see him as God on the throne, which is 
absolutely mind boggling, but he wants to have a relationship with you as your father. I call him daddy God. So he has the ability to appear to you as, a, as your daddy, as a daddy God in a way that you can communicate with him and it just doesn't blow you out of the water, you know? And so that's, that's why I can, that's why you can go to daddy God and yeah. you can sit on his lap and you can hold his hand and you can uh, run your fingers through his hair, which is absolutely incredible. But um, so me and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and daddy God, we were like in a circle. And then all of a sudden the Holy Jesus or the Holy Spirit, I forgot how it goes now. The Holy Spirit like walks through Jesus and goes back out the other side. And then Jesus walks through me and comes out and the father walks in and then the Holy Spirit walks in and Jesus walks in and I can see, I can see me. I look down and I can see me, but I can feel them in me. Yeah. I can see them in me. Even though I could see me, I could see them in me. And then they would like would walk out. And I was just like, whoa. And they would just walk in and they would walk out and they would walk into each other and walk back out. And one time they were all in me and I could see all of us. But I could see my hands, but I could see also that they were in me. And we went to a swing <laughs> to, you know, to a park and there was a swing. And for, you know, for some reason, and so I got on the swing and started swinging and I could see them in me as I was swinging. I was like, this is incredible. And, you know, the, and Jesus was saying, everywhere you go, we go. You know, when you reach your hand out, I can see when I, when I stuck my hand out, I can see the father's hand. I can see Jesus's hand in my hand. Yeah. I can see them all together in me. So when they're, you know, so whenever you lay hands on somebody, it's your physical hands, but know that they're in you. Yeah. They're laying hands on the person, praying for the person, things like that. And so, you know, Jesus wants you to come to heaven so he can take you to the father. That's so he can develop that relationship between you and your, and daddy God you know, and so you can develop a relationship between you and Jesus. And it's the coolest things because it's things that you wouldn't, you know, you don't know that you need until he takes you there. I didn't know I need a revelation that they were in me and I was in them until you have it. And you're like, Oh wow, that is true. The Bible is true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is a real scripture and it really is real. Yeah. That you know? is it, it, it is so powerful. And, and, you know, I mean, as a pastor, I'm constantly telling people, Jesus in you is enough. Jesus in you is enough. It's him partnering in you, through you. It's not you. But when I read that part, I was like, oh, Kim just lays it out so beautifully. And it's because you had this encounter of right. revelation of what it was from the Lord. Right. And I, I absolutely, absolutely loved that. I, I love the other parts. I think this is the important thing too that I want to say to people is they really need to get the book because it's so filled with experience after experience. But you had that because you wrote them down. Right. And right. had you not written them down, 
you might not have remembered all of them or the details of all of them. And one of the things you said is, oh, I can't share this with other people because they're crazy. <laughs> and I think that's how it is for us when we have these encounters. It's not, it's not normal for other people to necessarily have these encounters, but it should be. It should be. Yeah, like for example, yeah. So like for example, you know, I would, I would write these things down and it's just out of trust. You know, you, you begin trusting that he's showing you these things. And like, you know, one of the things um, it's with angels, I wasn't born with my eyes open, you know, and so I had to start trusting what I was feeling. And it was just my first couple experiences, even like with angels, is I could feel, I could sense. And like one time during one of the worship service, I felt someone blow on me. Mm-hmm. you know, and it was like a fan. And then it was like, somebody was blowing on the side of my face and someone was blowing in my face. And I was like, this is weird. So I opened my eyes to see, <laughs> you know, what was going on. <laughs> and there wasn't anybody around. There wasn't any kids blowing on me. There wasn't anybody fanning me. I was like, Oh, this is a supernatural thing. And then, then I started feeling like the next service or whatever during worship, I could feel somebody standing beside me. And then it was just very slowly, I started realizing that somebody was here. I didn't know if it was Jesus. Well, I didn't know what it was. And then I was like, okay, so this is an angel. So, and then when I, every time I would feel this presence, mm-hmm. somebody would come up to me for prayer, for healing, for a healing of the heart. It was a specific thing for a healing of the heart. It wasn't like migraines or back or something. It was a heart issue. Mm. And so then I started realizing that every time I felt this angel come up, I, he was wanting me to pray for someone for a healing of the heart of some kind of issues. And so then I started trusting whenever he would come up, I'm like, hi, hi, I know you're here. Hi, angel. We get to pray for someone today. And then it was just, you know, through time he would come up and he'd stand beside me and he would drape his arm over my shoulder. Nice. And it's like, we're buddies now. He's like, okay, she knows that I'm here. She knows, you know, that I want to work with her for healing the hearts. And every single time I call him the heart angel, Mm. every single time he shows up, every time I can, I, sometimes I can see him. Sometimes I just feel him. Sometimes I feel him before I even leave the house. And so that tells me that I'm going to come in contact with somebody at Walmart or wherever that is having issues that is having something go on. So you got to be sensitive because he is wanting to minister to someone that you're going to come in contact with. And so it's trusting, you know, and it's all, it kind of all, you know, intertwines as you trust Jesus, as you trust the spirit realm, as you trust like your body, soul, and spirit. So you are a spirit. Mm -hmm. Whenever you die, your spirit leaves your body. So right now you have a spirit right now. Your spirit has eyes. You have spiritual eyes, you have spiritual ears, you have a spiritual mouth, you have a spiritual nose. That's why some people can taste honey, they smell cookies, they, you know, they see angels very clearly, you know, and so it's, you trust, you hear, you know, you hear Jesus with your spiritual ears. You don't hear him with your physical ears, although some do, you're hearing him with your spiritual ears. You see angels with your spiritual eyes. You sense the angels, you sense Jesus, you sense the Holy Spirit with your spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, and so as you learn to develop that and trust that and get it healed, get it whole, <laughs> that opens up, you know, and um, it's just incredible. So that that's my heart angel that that comes often. Oh, I, I love I love that because, you know, um, 
angels are messengers from God. And so when right. we come, we, we, par- we get to partner with them to do right. the work that God wants to accomplish here on the earth. And I, I, I love that. And one of the things that you've been saying as we've been talking is really this, that we need to get our hearts healed, which right. the word, when I was seeking God for the word for 2020, um, one of those things that he had said was, this is the season that we have to take care of those those issues or those heart issues and those things in Good. Our heart for where God is taking us. And um, because it, it's really, we're positioning ourselves for this next season. It's not just this year of 2020, it's the next season, the next decade. And we cannot go where God wants to take us if we don't heal our hearts and we right. can't be effective in ministry. And so I love that that is this theme that you also say is that we've got to get our hearts healed. We've got to get our body healed. We've got to get our soul wounds healed so that we can really release our spirit to really partner with the spirit of God and what he wants exactly. to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, um, if your if your heart is, if you're wounded and the Holy spirit is talking to your spirit and trying to get you to say like minister to, uh, someone in uniform, we'll just say like somebody in a police uniform. But if you have, you know, if you have any kind of wounds from someone say in a police uniform, maybe your dad was a policeman and he was very abusive to you and your family, but the Holy Spirit is trying to get you to minister to the policeman at Walmart and the, in the dog food aisle, you see him, you see the, the uniform, the police uniform and your spirit says, no, yeah, I'm not going over there. You know, but if you get your heart healed, and you forgive. Hear my dog. <laughs> Must be an angel at the door. There you <laughs> go. That's my husband. <laughs> uh, but if your heart gets healed and you forgive, say like your dad that was the policeman, you forgive him. Then when the Holy Spirit is ministering to you to go talk to the, the policeman at the dog food aisle that has the police uniform on, your heart is healed. And you're like, yes. And you go. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, yeah, good, yeah. that'll stop you. Yeah. You yeah. got to get your heart healed because you, you won't obey. You're That's scared, you know, mm-hmm. or you minister out of filters of hurt. Yeah. You know, and we don't, and we don't want that. And God doesn't want right. that. And it is so, it's so important. Um, Kim, as you were talking earlier on, and um, another thing that I wrote down was that um, we've got to get quiet before the <laughs> now um i know i know this and we know we know this but i think our society has ingrained in us that we can't just sit and be in the presence of god and be quiet like we've got to do 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 or we have to have all this stuff going on but that it really is a key in having these supernatural encounters is really getting quiet before the lord and learning to shut out like when our mind i mean in, in my training manual on how to hear the voice of God, I'm like, I don't do, like doing laundry or dishes. But when I sit to be with the Lord, what are the things? Oh, I forgot to do put the clothes in the <laughs> Oh, I need to go do dishes. Okay, I'm with the Lord, I don't want to be doing this. You know? um, and so I, I like, talk, talk to me about the importance that you've learned um, since you've been having these encounters, the importance of being quiet. So uh, one of the things that he taught me is, and, and you've heard it probably a hundred times is whenever, whenever you go, I turn on soaky music. Some people don't know what soaky music is. That's just music without words. Some good, soft, instrumental soaky music. John 
Tussie is one, and you know, Steve Swanson, I love those. And um, uh, so I turn on some soft soaking type music and sit, I sit down. If you're up walking around, you're up doing stuff, you know, so I sit down. And sometimes I have to tell myself, body, you are going to be still. Body, you just calm down. This is the time of just you and Jesus. It's just you and Jesus. You know, and it's like, you know, if when you're married and you're having um, a moment with your husband, you're just engaged, just you and your husband. You're not, you know feeding the dog and doing stuff like that. You're just focused just on your spouse, mm -hmm. you know? So I just focus just on Jesus and I command my body to settle down. And I, I can tell sometimes my mind is going a hundred to nothing and I've got all this stuff going on. So I'll get a pencil and paper or pen and paper <laughs> and I start writing down stuff. Okay. Feed the dog, put the laundry out, stack the wood, sweep the floor, you know, and I start, and I tell myself, no, that is written down. You'll do that later. Call this person, send this email, write it down. And then no, you tell your mind, no, mm -hmm. this is just me and Jesus. It's mm -hmm. just me and Jesus. And I started, you know, I would, um, you may have to get like a little picture of Jesus yeah. and just focus, just focus on Jesus, get your mind back in and just focus on Jesus. Focus on him. And it starts, no, you come back. You know, it goes, no, you come back. <laughs> and get quiet and command your body to get quiet. And you just have to command your body because your body doesn't want to get quiet. Your body wants to go and, and run and do stuff. So you have to command your body to get quiet. And that takes practice. That's good. You know, one, one thing I used to do um, is I used to jog all the time. And whenever I would jog, it was like I could really hear him so clearly, mm. you know, so I don't want people to feel like that they can, that they just have to sit. But the, the heaven encounters have happened when I was just sit and I was still when I was sitting and I was still and my body was still, yeah. you know, even standing, your feet will start hurting and it kind of like pulls you out. Right. Does that make sense? It pulls you out, kind of pulls, it pulls you out. So if you're sitting or if you're laying down, then you can just, you can just rest. Yes. Rest in it. Cause he just wants undivided attention. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to divide your attention with jogging or riding a motorcycle or doing the laundry. He wants undivided. You know, it's like, well, if you're talking to someone, you want them to look at you. Just talk to me. Mm -hmm. You know, he, it's not, like talking to somebody and they're texting at the same time, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, in reading your book and having, um, you know, just your encounters and, and your things, I'm like, oh, I have some of these things written in my journal that I thought, oh my gosh, I could never <laughs> share this with anybody. But, yeah. but then how, how, if I hadn't have written them, I would have forgotten them. Right. But when, um, in, in, October, I was um, doing ministry with a group of people and we, we actually had some downtime and we took some time to soak in the presence of the Lord. Good. And I had this encounter where I got to go to heaven in the middle of that. But then when other people started to come out of what they felt was done, it pulled me back. Pulls it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I was just about ready to go through this tunnel with Jesus. Like, no. <laughs> and it was and and when you described you described in the book like it's like he just pushes thoughts into your mind like like you're not communicating this way it's like right 
and and I I loved that because it's it's just that's who he is. Yeah. And just he gives us thoughts, he gives us ideas. That's what he does in the natural, that's what he does in the spirit. And I have really thoroughly enjoyed reading um Good. His book. Um, heaven is real and fun and um, fun and fun and I think and fun yeah and I didn't understand like when I got the book on and I was saw the cover I was like well that's fun okay skiing is not my thing but it, <laughs> and then the roller coasters as I was reading through the book I was like ah oh, this is wonderful I love it and now I know it made sense why they were on there um, and also, you know, I lost my dad this last year and just yeah. having these heavenly encounters and just reading your stories and your testimonies, it brought a sense of comfort and peace too. I mean, I know where my dad is and I know that, and I'm a pastor and I understand heaven, but just that it was fun and, and that my dad would be doing the things that he loved to do here on earth, but with Jesus and with the whole body. And I just thought, oh my gosh, my dad is, you know, constantly out in the woods and he's hunting and he's, you know, he's in his favorite place and, and Jesus and him are having a grand time. And that's the thing that I really appreciated about your story. So I want to personally thank you. Oh, well, good, good. For, for writing, for writing them down, for taking the risk, for taking the step of faith of, okay, I know people might think I'm crazy, but I'm going to tell my stories of my encounters in heaven um, so that people can get a glimpse of what heaven is really like and that it right. is not to be scary, but it is fun. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you said, I wrote them down in detail and there's a lot of personal stuff in there yeah. that, you know, I was like, mm, I don't know if I ought to write this down, but come to find out has really blessed a lot of people, the yes. different well, stories that are in there. Yeah. And I'm, and that was one thing I appreciated about you too, is I'm all about authenticity and transparency. And so you didn't withhold stuff. You put it right out there and yeah. you just, you just, like, hey, this is really where I was at. This is what God is doing. Here it is. Right. And I really appreciated that about, um, about you. Can you, um, as we wrap up today's episode, I would love for you uh, to pray an activation over us um, and activating the ability to really have these heavenly encounters. Um, but before we get there, um, can you tell us how we can connect with you on social media? I know we can get your books on Amazon and Walmart.com, but there's only some we can get on your website. What's your website address and are you on Facebook? Yeah, if you go to my website, which is www.heavenisfun.com, because the title of the book was too long, so I shortened it. So heavenisfun.com. Okay. And you can scroll down to the very bottom, and there's I have YouTube channels. Uh, so you can click on my YouTube and get a whole bunch of teaching. I've got, I don't know, a bunch of teaching on there. And I even had some classes where I actually help I walk people through how to see Jesus and how to hear so you can actually participate in that. Mm -hmm. And um, some of my books, some of my stories I have actually read and that's on the YouTube also. Um, and you can order, there's a place there where you can order on the website. Um, and you can click on the, the Facebook page down at the bottom i am on facebook the book is on facebook facebook yeah, is. heaven is real and fun is on facebook or you can be my friend kim robinson <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm, you can be my friend i'll put those links to you also in the show notes for people so they can click okay them where they can see them and and uh, know exactly what that is so they don't have to sometimes people are listening in their car and they're like i can't write that down so I'll do that. Okay, can you um can you just uh do an activation prayer over us just kind of releasing uh, these heavenly encounters with us absolutely all right 
Yeah. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that um, it is your will for us to come and to be with you and to be closer to you. And so I, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you draw each and every person that listens to this podcast, that listens to this, that you draw them closer to Jesus. I ask, Father, that you open their eyes, open their spiritual eyes to see you, to see you, Jesus, to feel you, to experience you, and to not be afraid. Holy Spirit, I ask that um, if there's any hurts and wounds of their heart that is causing them to, to stop or to be afraid of Jesus, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you heal their hearts and just reveal the love of the Father. I ask, Father, for your love to saturate each and every person that listens to this. Saturate them with your love. Draw them into a, a, a more intimate relationship with Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for opening their eyes that they see. Open their ears that they hear. Mm -hmm. Open their spirits that they feel you. And just put a hunger in their heart for more of you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Kim, thank you for joining us today on this episode of Dare to Hear the Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way, we would be delighted and honored if you would share this on your social media and invite your friends to download the episodes and to subscribe to us on your favorite um podcast listening channel or to follow us on YouTube. But please help us share about this, not just for Dare to Hear podcast, but also to get the message out about Kim and about her book that heaven is real and fun. And then also about our children's book and her workbook. So we look forward to joining you next week with another great episode here on Dare to Hear the podcast. Until then, have a very blessed week. And remember, you too can have heavenly encounters with Jesus. See you next week. Shadows of